0: How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Twitch Live post-game. My name is Bill Matz. I am your director of fun and games for the evening. I mean, I guess uh, I guess a win is a win, right? Uh, they come away with two points yet again in a game in which they played like shit. I tweeted right after the win that they're going to play like shit. Uh, basically all the way to a parade down Broad Street. So who am I to argue? Uh, not, not a... Uh, not the best effort tonight. Looked very good in the first, I don't know, 15 minutes or so of the game. And then all of a sudden, things just fell apart. And it was suddenly the playoffs again. Uh, the Islanders were just all over them. And somehow, you know, Carter Hart holds up enough. You know, the the Isles tie the game. But here we are, going to overtime. Goss despair makes a... Uh, makes a Classic Gostas Spare play with a nice with a uh, nice breakup at the blue line, turns the puck up ice, Scott Lawton takes care of the rest, boom, two points for the Philadelphia Flyers. I don't uh I don't I don't know how they're doing this. I saw one comment, they don't ask how, they ask how many. At a certain point we have to wonder how. Uh but man, this was I I I have a lot of trouble explaining this team right now. It's been a little while since they've looked like the team we all really fell in love with towards the end of the last regular season, and maybe that little winning streak they went on was um maybe that little winning streak they went on kind of raised our expectations a little too high like that's the team we think they all really- Really, that was the absolute ceiling of their potential. A lot of guys playing above what they were. But also, like, they didn't have Limblom, They didn't have Patrick. So it was, okay, well, when they get those guys back, maybe that's who they really are. So far, that has not been the case. Uh, we've seen a lot more of the team we saw in the bubble than we saw, you know, directly leading into that. But, you know, what are they, 6-2-1 and one now? I guess I'll take it. Uh fun end to the game, terrible final 40 minutes of regulation, really 45 minutes of regulation, but I will absolutely take the win, Uh, let's get to all your comments, I'm going to get to them in a second, but I forgot to bring up the box score, I'm going to do that right now, Uh, let's see here, where are you box score, come on, don't screw me here, I hate the Flyers, Inside Edge. Like, why would I sign up for Inside Edge? There's no fans allowed in the stadium. It's a waste of my time, Flyers. Don't, you know I'm doing a live post game. Bastards. I really just wanted to check the time on ice report. Flyers. There we go. Where are you, big Sammy? And we'll get to your—I'm going to get your questions in a second. But, yeah, so Samuel Moran, uh, he plays— he plays nine shifts tonight, one in the third period, uh five minutes in. He played a thirty four he played a thirty-four second shift in the uh first five minutes of the third period and that was it. He played what, a grand total of five thirty one tonight. So listen, I'm all for um sitting TK down if he deserves it. Uh, if the coach deems he's just not doing what he's asking, he's uh, you know tried a bunch of ways to just get TK to play the way he wants him to play, and he will not. Sometimes the only way to do it is taking away ice time. I get it, but if you're gonna if you're gonna replace him with a Samuel Moran, and you're doing this, doing it in this game, the game in which you referenced was the reason you moved Moran. Uh, to forward to begin with, you wanted a big body of physical presence to kind of counteract the physicality of the Islanders, then give him more than nine shifts. Give him more than five minutes. Give him more than one shift in the third period uh, when you're getting your brains beaten in. I realized you needed, um... I realized you needed... uh Totally lost my train of thought there. Like, I realize you needed to score a goal, and Samuel Moran doesn't really help you do that. But when you also need someone to break up their, you know, neutral zone interference, uh, break up their quick breakouts, Samuel Moran, that's supposed to be what he's there to do uh, by laying the body, and, you know, you just didn't use him. So really, essentially, by sitting Travis Konechny tonight, maybe you sent the message you wanted to. Maybe he's going to learn his lesson. But essentially, you punish the team by only dressing 11 forwards. Like, if you only play one guy five minutes, he didn't really play. So that's my really only take on that. Uh, Let's get to your comments now. Do they scratch Limblom next game? He's not very noticeable, not bad, but just not doing anything. I noticed, I thought tonight uh, I saw more out of Limblom than I had previously. Thought he did a decent job along the half boards and in on the four check. I thought this was the most active I'd seen Limblom in a few games, actually. Are we allowed to play three solid periods? The answer to that is apparently no. Myers looked good. Yeah, Myers did look good. There was one, uh, there was one shift in the third where uh, he just got undressed down low by Eberle. But other than that, considering it was his first game back, he seemed to play pretty well. What was his ice time tonight? I know at one point he was leading in ice time. Uh, let's give him a look now. Where are you? Right, well, let's just lead off with what did. Provorov play, 24-53, so under 25 minutes for Provorov tonight, and uh, what did Myers play? Myers ended up with 23-17, so Provorov did pass him, but uh, it got pretty close there at the end. Ghost getting better each game, yeah, like halfway through this game, maybe midway through the third, I started thinking, you know, Ghost looks pretty solid, and yeah, he he had that one terribly ugly turnover, but I also thought he made a few defensive plays that I was waiting for him to make. Um, You know, stepping up on you know odd man rushes or just zone entries, breaking them up, challenging zone entries is something he's actually pretty good at defensively or has been throughout his career that I wanted to see him do a little bit more, and I thought I saw that tonight. But you know, a decent amount of the game had gone by, and I just thought. Man, Ghost looks solid, but he doesn't look like that playmaker out there. He doesn't look like that guy who's just going to make a dynamic play anymore. And then, of course, they get to the three-on-three overtime. He, he makes the good defensive play and turns it into offense, leading to the Lawton goal. And, man, it would be so nice if if Shane Gossespierre really is a top-four defenseman for this team. After, after everything he's been through, I'd feel good for him. And I'd feel good for the Flyers, because they really need some bodies back there. Let's get a few here. Orange is the new bill. Yeah, sorry guys, I I couldn't, something's up with the webcam, can't get it to work. I figured audio was better than nothing. Only saw one bad whiff by Ghost playing even better otherwise. Gus on the other hand, dude, Gustafson, it's time to like, this already might be a disaster. He might be terrible. Him and uh, Justin Braun at one point tonight. Uh, Flyers had a decent uh, decent shift in the offensive zone. Puck comes back to Braun. Uh, Braun goes point to point and just flubs the pass, just sends it out of the zone. Uh, Gus fumbles around with it, doesn't field it cleanly, and suddenly what was offensive zone attack time turned into getting pinned in the defensive zone and then ultimately in icing, so they had to ice the puck and then uh, I think they eventually won the defensive zone draw, but it was just they are net negatives out there they are absolutely killing you they can 't play together and they might not they might not be able to play at all it's i i've been a Justin braun defender, I thought maybe he'll get it maybe he 'll get going and I thought he made a few nice defensive plays tonight, but man you can 't have you can't have this many liabilities out there on the blue line. Moran didn't get hurt. That's a plus. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel good for the guy. I wish I would have seen him fight, but I really liked what I heard him say after the first period uh, when he was like, yeah, we're up to nothing, so I didn't want to give them anything. That's that's good to know that he's at least smart enough. Uh, but, I mean, if he's not going to play enough ice time to actually affect the momentum of a game, then it's pointless to have him in there. His entire purpose for being is uh to be physical and change momentum lay into their defensemen drop the gloves if he has to if he's not going to play enough to do any of those things then what's the point still f- so frustrated with their bad passes and turnovers yeah there was a lot to be frustrated about tonight listen it was an exciting end to the game and I'd much rather win than lose but they still have a long way to go like there were a lot of points in this game where I said to myself, I am going to be opening up post game by saying this team is not good., uh, but uh, uh, they're just winning ugly right now, and uh, you know what? they're not playing well. it's it's one thing to win ugly. They're not playing well. They are getting outshot by an immense amount. I, I think one point tonight they said the shot differential to start the season is like minus a hundred. and like they haven't played ten games. That's absurd. That's fucking absurd. Have they played 10? Was this game 10? I'm trying to do some math here. I think this was game 9, right? Yeah, I think this was game 9. Is there a point to dump and chase when you just dump so many free possession changes by just handing them the puck? I did think tonight, like, they needed to do... First of all, the Islanders don't play a system. Their their system is simply fucking interference. And since they do it on literally every possession, it's not called. And it's it's just ugly. It's awful for the league. It's shit. It's shit hockey. Uh... and that dive by Barzel tonight was one of the worst dives I've ever seen. Like, nothing Giroux did, maybe it's a slash, but nothing Giroux did would have caused him to fall that way. It was a goddamn disgrace. Uh, but the Islanders just play this terrible hockey. That aside, the bad passes and turnovers are absolutely a problem. Uh, I'll get back to Gustafson, man. Like, I-, I-, I swear in the first period he turned it over five times. I've never seen a guy, he for a supposed puck-moving defenseman, he treats the puck like a grenade, like he's Nick Grossman or Luke Shen. Like he can't wait for it to just not be on his stick. I saw him tonight have a chance to just dump in and get a change, and basically in between the red line and blue line, Passed it directly to the uh, to the other defenseman, and suddenly they had numbers the other way. And flyers got caught in the middle of a change. I, he's so bad. His decision making, his puck handling, his confidence. I don't know what it is, but he can't be out there right now. Like, bring back Nate Prosser. Nate Prosser got boned being out of the lineup tonight, right? Like, uh, come on, Eric Gustafson stinks. Bill, how do we get through the neutral zone with any degree of success? We obviously can't keep winning like this. Yeah, I think like the neutral zone issues, like the breakout is one thing, getting out of the defensive zone, the D men just need to be better and honestly, the forwards are not helping at all. I saw one play tonight. A puck goes in the corner, no flyer had recovered it yet. I think Provorov goes into the corner to get it. Uh, New, or New England. The New York Islanders back off a little, and then suddenly one guy goes in. Still no one has possession, and there were no other flyers around. They had all flown the zone. Now, some came off on a change, but others were just chilling in the neutral zone, hanging out as it's a one-on-one puck battle down low, six feet away from the goalie. I just... They just have very little discipline right now, and I don't mean, like, penalty discipline. They took a few too many tonight, but honestly, that was a shit-officiated game. Not the reason they looked bad, but it was a poorly-officiated game. Um, They just have so little positional discipline. Like, you can't be at the red line before your defenseman even has the puck. That just can't be what you're doing, and uh, they've done that way too often so far. Do you think Ghost coming back healthy is what's having him look so good or just a rebound year? I mean, I, his health definitely has something to do with it. He made his um it was on the right side, so uh he didn't have the full effect of skating into the open middle of the ice, but he did his little stop smart, stop start uh figure skating move tonight and it totally blew away the uh the winger covering him and it was just very very nice to see. Um, a precursor to seeing some old Ghosts in the three-on-three overtime. Um, I think just showing the confidence to say, hey, clean slate, guess what, you're paired with Ivan Provorov is definitely giving him more confidence, and I I think that's a good coaching move by Elaine uh, Vigneault there as well. Is Ghost a top-four D-man? Is the new Coots' elite? I mean, he has to prove it. Uh, you know, This is a couple of games. I love Shane Gossesberry. He's one of my favorite players on the team personally. But we've seen enough inconsistent play from him to know this may not last. Now, it very well could. He could finally just be good to go and be back to being the guy he was the first three years of his career. Or this could be a nice... um, this could just be a nice stretch of games for him now that he's healthy, feeling good, feeling confident, just happy to be back on the ice. It's a wait-and-see thing with Shane Goss' Prosser in for Gus would be an improvement. Oh, 100%. I don't even think that's up for debate. The blind clears from below the goal line to covered points is getting frustrating. I've never seen like set, setting up the point men as much as they do they just they just wheel it right up the boards just rim it around and go oh wow yeah well they have possession now okay oh he's stepping in because there wasn't a winger in sight oh he's got a shot on goal i, I just I, it's man uh it's amazing they're winning these games honestly like yeah playing like garbage five on five got win puck battles four check get a bit physical they are pl- like ah, i'm at a loss to fully describe how poorly they're playing and yet still coming away with uh still coming away with all these wins imagine how many goals they could score if they like played the right way this team could score like the 80s oilers if they just did a couple of more things right I'm not even saying win the shot battle I'm just saying like maybe don't get doubled up maybe if the other team has like 30 shots you should have 20 instead of 15 like it's unbelievable how much they're getting dominated possession wise and chance wise but still getting the uh the better of the score first period was probably their best against the Islanders in a couple years yeah I was trying to think was that a year ago or two years ago and years, I mean seasons now, because, like, last season, you know, was like a year and a half ago at this point, where they got up 3 nothing on the aisles and then ended up blowing it. Like, that was, uh, yeah, that's the, that's what tonight reminded me of. But, you know, they, they at least don't give up the lead tonight and end up cashing in in overtime. So, improvement, I suppose. Haig or Gus? Ugh, neither. Neither. Uh, Jesus. I guess that means leave Braun in. Braun and Prosser is your third pair. Oh my god. They need need to just add somebody. They don't have six defensemen that they can dress every night. They might not have five, but they definitely don't have six. If we're giving Patrick and Lindblom passes for not having played in a while, then Ghost gets one, too. He hasn't played in a while, and what he's shown has been one, light years better than Gus slash Braun, and two really fucking good. Oh, yeah, and, like, Ghost, is, Ghost has been in the league a lot longer than those two guys, and he has played some hockey uh, here and there, but I, I, I get what you're saying, absolutely. Um, if we're going to chalk up some early struggles... For some guys who haven't really played a ton of meaningful hockey lately, Ghost is in that category. He has also like several more seasons of experience than those guys. Is Bunneman a good four C? He certainly is playing like it. Uh, I thought he was a nice utility player last year. A guy who you bring in and you know he's not gonna kill you out there. Uh, and that was as as far as I was willing to go with my Bunneman assessment last year. This season so far, though, uh, very pleasantly surprised with the way he's been playing, uh, defensively and offensively. Um, That line has been their consistently most effective in these last two games. I, I just, I got a tweet tonight, like, oh, fourth line has way too much ice time. And really, that tweet was worded wrong. It was other three lines not playing well enough to earn ice time over the, you know, designated fourth line. It's not the fourth line's fault. The other lines are are not playing well enough. Uh, I've been very impressed with what those guys are doing. Is Gus's end of his stick too thin? He has zero control. I wonder tonight, like, maybe he's right-handed. Maybe he's the right-handed defenseman we need and just doesn't know it yet because he can't play on his forehand right now. <laughs> Gus has a stick. It's more like, um... Maybe he's playing like with a wooden stick as a joke or something. Would like to see a Prosser Hague rotation at 6D man. I would like to see more defensemen brought in. Just I can't I liked what I saw at Nate Prosser in the in the previous game, but it, he hasn't played in the league in 2 years. Do you think he's got more than like 3 games in him before we really see why he hasn't played in 2 years? I just uh you know, I wouldn't get too excited about that. Already had as many games under 20 shots this year as we did entire last season. Holy shit. Wow. I'm going to have to double check this after this. I don't I, I don't think you're making it up. I just hadn't. Uh, wow. That hurts to read. Like, that made me feel drunk. I need to, oh my god. I need to take a sip of beer, guys. I know you can't see me tonight, but I have, uh, this is a triple IPA by Flying Monkey. It's called Sparkle Puff. Someone usually asks me what I'm drinking, and that's what I have tonight. It's uh, 10%. It is strong. Uh, Scotty Hartnell said we're the worst 6-2-1 team. I mean, I'm sure in history some teams have gotten lucky or something, but like they're getting outshot by 100 through 9 games. That doesn't seem mathematically possible. The officiating was the worst I have seen this season. Yeah, and, you know, in my list of issues with this game, I'm only going to blame the officiating so much because they themselves played like absolute shit. Um, but they could have had a couple of more power plays, and honestly, just the, way, just the way the Islanders are officiated is frustrating. It's bad for the league. Like, they're just allowed to cheat because it's their strategy. Cheating is their strategy. Like, oh no, it's not interference, it's the way we play. No, it's fucking interference. (laughs) Gus is making me miss Haig. Well, the last time Haig played, he played one of the worst games I've ever seen anyone play. And honestly, you know what, you're right. Gus was worse tonight. So, I I take that back, you're right. (laughs) I'm over the Gustafson experiment. We're nine games in and he hasn't played them all. And we are all completely out on this guy. But it is, I've never seen a player with the propensity to turn it over. He's like fucking Carson Wentz out there with the interceptions. I've never, it's just, it's mind-boggling. I don't know how he does it. It's unbelievable. Like, it's, it's borderline impressive. It would be hard, like, it seems like turning it over this much would be harder than just completing some passes or getting some pucks in deep. But he's, he's able to do it. It's, it's honestly impressive. Gus needs to go to the Leafs. Yeah, I don't see them taking him on. It's fun when uh, Joel gets a roughing penalty for getting horse-collared into an opposing player, but Sezika sleeps into Braun, uh to break Braun's nose with his shoulder. That's just hockey. Yeah, that was the other one. Uh, I don't... Joel, I think the one... I can't remember what the penalty was, but Joel definitely earned a... Uh, earned what looked like a charge to me, but maybe they called it roughing. Um somebody on the flyers definitely leapt to make a hit tonight. Uh but yeah, it was was that Suzekis who just straight up charged Braun and just absolutely no and it was so obvious. Like he he jumped straight into his head. Yeah, I i it was it was a there's a lot to be upset with. Is it safe to assume Moran is scratched tomorrow? I sure have seen enough. Yeah, um, like I said, if he's only going to play five minutes, what's the point? He had one shift in the third period. Um, I think I saw on Twitter before I went live here that uh, AV has already said, Brian Elliott's going to be in net tomorrow, and Travis Konechny's going to be in the lineup. This was kind of just a one-game thing. Um, Help Konechny just figure out whatever the hell he needs to figure out. I assume it would be Moran coming out because, like... He's not very good. I can't see them sitting somebody else and keeping him in the lineup. That would be kind of asinine. Gustafson is a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's a good offensive defenseman, but he's an awful defenseman. You see, I can't even call him a good offensive defenseman because a good offensive defenseman helps you transition. And he is killing them in transition right now with the turnovers... Uh, just everywhere, all over the ice. He doesn't help them get out of the zone. He doesn't help them get through the neutral zone. He, in fact, makes it more difficult by constantly sending the puck to the other team. Do they need a bad loss to realize they can't play like this? I mean, they've already been blown out twice. Like, this this is just who they are right now. And I'm not saying they can't improve. I expect them to improve. But it's it's certainly not the team we were expecting to start the season. Um, I don't know what you need more than a pair of 6-1 losses to the Sabres and the Bruins, right? That's who beat the shit out of them. Um, I, I don't know where you go. They, It has to be a little bit of coaching, right? Like, I don't, I don't see how it's possible that everyone has been bad all season. I mean, the vets are scoring. The vets are kind of doing their part in the scoring department. Um, but other than that, like just puck possession, winning battles, doing your job, just full—you know—the the, the two hundred foot game, like coaches say. Has anyone really impressed you for more than a game or two? It, like I, I don't know. I don't know what they need to realize they can't play like this. Uh, maybe it's help. Maybe they really need Sean Couturier ba- back this badly. Maybe Sean Couturier really is that good. And we didn't even realize it. I don't know. Moran added nothing. Yeah, I believe that. Hopefully they'll pull the plug on the Gus experiment soon. I can't imagine uh, he plays a ton as the season progresses unless he gets dramatically better in a short period of time. For those who want Gus to the bench, you really want Haig playing. I don't. I guess Prosser, but come on, he is not the answer. No, I think they need one, if not two, more defensemen. They can't go on like this. That's The, the forwards need to do their part. Someone said, like, it wasn't even, Mor- you know, Moran ends up looking bad on the one goal against he was on the ice for. But all three forwards weren't contributing at all, and the defensemen didn't look good. So, like, I, it, they're just all over the place. Myers looked like he didn't miss a beat. Welcome back. Yeah, I was happy to see him. Happy to see he had his wind and everything. Uh, You know, they'll, they'll, I guess, really test that stamina. He only missed four games. It's not like he missed a month or something. Uh, But I guess with the the back-to-back tomorrow, test his stamina, see how really ready to go he is. Yeah, nothing but positives, really, about Myers tonight, especially for his first game back. Do we miss Coots this much? I think it's, like... This much, no. They absolutely miss him. But there's no way he's the difference between them looking good and bad. Like, there's no way he's this good. I, I mean, maybe he is. Maybe even the, the, the most ardent uh, defenders and lovers of Sean Couturier have underrated him to this point. Uh, maybe he, I, <laughs> I sure hope that one guy isn't the difference between the team sucking and being really good. Because, you know, that one guy's been hurt a couple of times. I mean, the fact that we're winning these games is encouraging. We can be so much better than this, and we're 6-2-1. and one. Yeah, and that's uh, that's something we've talked about quite a bit on this on the postgame. If you want to look at it optimistically, which I choose to, because we're only nine games in, and if I have a negative attitude, the rest of the season's going to be really tough for me. Like, personally... I, it'll be tough for all the people around me. My wife will have a harder life if I really just start looking at this pessimistically. My dog won't love me as much. So I, I got to look at this optimistically and think, okay, this is the worst they're going to play, and they're 6-2-1. and one. If they just improve, like, one of the three things they're terrible at right now, how good could they be? You know, maybe, like, if this is the absolute bottom of their overall play. Now, they're going to have, like, a losing streak, but just the way they look, when you watch them play the way they look, if this is the worst it gets they're going to win a shit ton of games (laughs) like if you want to look at it that way and it's also encouraging that Carter Hart a couple nights you know a couple games in a row gave you what he needed to give you uh to get a win because they're going to need him to be on top of his game if this season's going to turn out the way we want it to so there are some ways to look at this positively um and you know what that's what I'm going to leave you with tonight. I'm going to leave you with some uh with some positivity. Yeah, Carter Hart a 929 save percentage on the night. He was very good uh in the previous game against the Devils as well that's what we're going to talk about to end this show is Carter Hart and him bouncing back from uh you know the stick smashing incident against Boston I I I hate even calling it an incident like like he smashed his stick over the opposing coach's head or something like he broke his stick on the post like a million goalies have done uh before and will do after him uh it, but it is good to see him bounce back and look just the same look just like the Carter Hart uh we need him to be and That's encouraging, as is the idea that this team can be so much better and they're 6-2-1. You know, I'll take it. I'll absolutely take it. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, We're going to wrap it up there. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Just search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts, maybe even on the Google Play Store, but everywhere else there are podcasts. Definitely search Broad Street Hockey, hit subscribe, and boom content delivered to you daily, so much content, can't even name it all, because, honestly, I want to go sit on the couch and finish this beer, so, uh, that's it, I will, uh, I will have Craig filling in for me, filling in for me tomorrow, as I enjoy the Royal Rumble, so you will have Craig to deal with after a game against the Islanders, honestly, he's getting off lucky, I did both Devils games, and, uh, I'm going to do another two Devils games next week. So it's not like I'm just sticking him with all the shit games. But he does have to do a Sunday against the Islanders. So, hey, I'm in charge around here. I get to make the schedule. All right, that's it. Have a great week, everybody.